Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Belmont Journal, Belmont's own program for hyperlocal news and community affairs programming. I'm your host, Roger Colton. It's time to do the annual review of your pet licenses. Make sure you get your licenses for both your dogs and your cats by March 15th in order to avoid significantly increased fees and a $50 fine levied for enforcement. It's also time to register to vote in Belmont. The deadline to register for the April 2nd municipal election is March 13th. You can obtain voter registration documents online through the town clerk's office at belmont-ma.gov or you can call the town clerk's office at 617-993-2600. The construction of the new building for the National Association of Armenian Studies and Research has reached several significant milestones here in Belmont in the last couple of weeks. The topping ceremony for the new building over by the post office occurred just last week. Last Friday, on January the 4th, we held our topping off ceremony, and that was celebrating the erection of the last steel beam, structural steel beam for our brand new building, which is under construction in Belmont. And we have a gorgeous new design created by an architectural engineering firm of Sims, Maney, and McKee. They're in Cambridge, and their CEO is Ara Krafian, who lives in Belmont. So the budget for the building is $6.5 million. And we have raised over $6 million in pledges and commitments. So we're deeply grateful to the very, very generous members of the community, locally, nationally, who really support the building and our mission and in particular, the principal building donors, who are Edward and Pamela Avedisian. They wanted, in thinking about the naming of this building and the legacy, rather than have the building named after them or their relatives, they chose Dr. Vartan Gregorian as the person who most embodies the values that really are at the core of our mission. He was the head of the New York Public Library and was the president of Brown University. And now he's the president of the Carnegie Corporation, which is a huge international philanthropic organization. He's dedicated his life to very noble pursuit of education and knowledge and philanthropic grant making and betterment of the world community. So we're deeply honored that he agreed and we're just thrilled that this will carry his legacy and really is, embodies what Nasser's mission is as well to advancing Armenian studies, advancing education through the Armenian experience and connecting people to these greater values throughout their lives. We anticipate the building to be completed by the end of the summer, early fall, with our grand opening celebration in the first weekend of November. Ribbon cutting, November 1st, mark your calendars. But we really want to welcome the entire community into the building and show you what it's going to be like. Hello, welcome to This Week in the Belmontonian. 
I have with me today uh, Franklin Tucker, who is the editor and publisher of the Belmontonian, Belmont's online source for hyperlocal news. Thanks for stopping over. Thank you very much. Uh, we have a uh, member of the Board of Selectmen who announced the other night that he is not going to run for re-election. So That's right. It's uh, Mark Polo after uh, three terms, which is a little longer than most Selectmen uh, stay on the board. He's decided that he's uh, stepping down. And I... And, um, uh, this and, really and, changes politics in Belmont. That's uh, right, because right now what you have is an open seat. And what an open seat does is allows anybody to just come in and, and run for the race. And everybody starts at square one. You know, the, no one has an advantage. You basically have a, an opportunity to, to express your, your opinions and, your, and, and, and construct a campaign without really thinking about the person who already has a job. You know, you're not trying to get rid of somebody getting a job. It really is a chance where everybody has an opportunity to get that job. So there's no incumbent, there's no, uh, uh, you know, perceived uh, advantage for anybody. And given the other two selectmen who will uh, r remain, they're relatively recent, uh, recently elected to the Board of Selectmen. And, and, so, and what that does, of course, is if you're not going to be moving, uh, if, if you've always had an ambition to become a Selectman or had an ambition to really do that type of work, you better do it now because uh, next year will be Adam Dash's turn and he's a very popular uh, chairman. He's, he'll probably run like most people do for two terms. Then you have Tom Caputo. Third year, you'll have the incumbent who just won this who race. Just won this this right. race, and if uh, if um, Adam Dash decides that he wants to run for a third term, well, you're, you you've now waited five years before you had an opportunity. If if even if Tom Caputo decides that he, he doesn't want to run, it's five to six to seven years before you have an opportunity before another open seat happens. Do it now, or you're going to be waiting. Do you expect a contested race? Then? Oh, I, I certainly do. I know and a number of people. that's unusual in Belmont. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's not unusual to have a one-on-one -on -one race, mm -hmm. but we could have multiple people. That's right. It would be almost, if it, you know, like when Mark Pulo ran, he had uh, Mr. Leclerc and, uh, and, and, uh, and Mann. And Mann, sure. And so you had a three-person race there. Uh, that turned out to be a, a, a good race. Um, so, uh, yeah, it would be great to see a, a three-, four-, five-person race. That's, uh, that's great. Um, as long as we're talking about the Board of Selectmen, the Board of Selectmen may, uh, adopted a resolution, or not a resolution, but declared that Belmont's still in. That's right. Uh, the other night. Can you tell us what that was about? Uh, basically, what uh, uh, we're still in, as it's called, is a initiative. I believe it was started by Blo Mr. Bloomberg, uh, Mayor Bloomberg from New York. It was a way of, of, of countering the uh, effects of the United States leaving the Paris uh, Climate Change Accord. So what, uh, what, what cities and towns and cor even corporations and companies are doing is they're saying, we're dedicated to the... Uh, to the declaration that was done in Paris uh, that the United States signed at one time. Even though the feds backed out. That's right. The, the local governments and corporations and uh, educational institutions are saying, we're still in. We're still in. And, and the interesting thing about Belmont is that w we're even ahead of what uh, the people who are asking uh, we're still in because we've been proactive with a, a number of initiatives, whether it's the stretch code or, the, or our, you know, 
making sure that our climate, uh, making sure our carbon footprint is is down to I don't even what what is that? You can tell me better <laughs> than I can. Well, it's going down. And That's full right. disclosure is I've been involved with uh, some of those efforts. That's uh, right. And 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 it it turns out that Belmont is like I said, we're ahead of the game. So this is something that uh, we're being proactive along with thousands of, of, of uh, organizations and, and towns in, around the country. So even though the country, as a country, has uh, stepped away from the Paris Accords, the combined efforts of the private and uh, public institutions uh, are moving forward. It's, who knew that was going to happen? That's great. <laughs> that is great. Let's talk about Airbnbs. Uh, very quickly, uh, the, the, the uh, town of Belmont is considering new regulations for Airbnb. I believe that is something that the state is allowing uh, uh, towns to do. You'll now be able to, to tax them. You'll, they'll have to have a certificate. And, and, and just uh, to interrupt, for, uh, Airbnbs are the short-term rentals. That's right. You can rent uh, under Bel Belmont laws uh, longer, longer term, for like a month on uh, 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 for a month each term. Uh, but this will allow uh, the two or three or four days where people can come in and just, you know, rent for a very short term to, to go to their son's graduation or, or see their parents. Um, in fact, one person who does rent uh, 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 through Airbnb said she's eager to do this because right now she feels that the Zoning Board of Appeals is uh, prejudicial towards Airbnb. So she's hopeful to have new regulation. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Belmont Citizen Herald. We have with us today Joanna Juvelis, who is the senior multimedia journalist for the Citizen Herald. Thanks for stopping over again. Happy to be here. Happy New Year, Roger. Thank you. Thank you. You too. It's the first time we've been together this, uh, yes. this calendar year. And there's a lot of news. There is. Uh, since we've moved into the new year, we are looking at imminent town elections. Yes, uh, election season is in full swing. It's time to pull papers if you want to run. The deadline is February 12th to pull papers. Just go to the town clerk's office to do that. There are several open town positions, everything from moderator to uh, a three-year selectman seat because um, Mark Palillo announced he's not going to run for re-election. And we have a, a candidate. Term. We, we have an announced candidate. Yes. Or we have a person who's pulled papers. Yes, yeah, she has pulled papers. Jesse Bennett, she's a town meeting member, very active in the community, has served on the traffic study committee for the high school project. She's recently appointed to the new transportation advisory committee. She's very been very active with Safe Routes to School, her her Burbank and Chenery PTOs, you know, her kids go to those schools. She's on the Foundation for Belmont Education. She's got a lot on her <laughs> resume. She's been in town for 11 years. She's been a town meeting member. This is only her first term as a town meeting member. But she feels very uh, strongly about this. She said she, she thinks she can make a difference. And what's going on with the school committee? We have school one committee. person who has expressed interest. There are actually three seats for the school committee. Okay. Um, two are three-year seats, and one is a one-year seat. And so far, three people have pulled papers for that. Jill Norton, who is an incumbent, she's been serving a one-year seat, and Andrea Prestwich, who's served almost three years and plans to run for the three-year seat, and a newcomer, Peter Pantazopoulos, who hasn't said if he's running for the one- or the three-year seat yet. Okay, and is there a deadline for filing papers? The deadline's February 12th. Um, we actually have one other newcomer I want to mention who has pulled papers for Housing Authority, which is a five-year seat, and that is Cassandra Page. And Tommy Olson is 
has pulled papers to run for re-election to that seat. And there's lots of other positions available and town meeting members for every precinct they're looking for people. That's great. Yeah. Uh, let's close the door on that and talk about cardboard. Cardboard <laughs> recycling in Belmont has been tremendously successful. Successful and overflowing, as Jay Marcotte would put it, our DPW director. They've had four uh, cardboard recycling collection events. There's actually going to be a fifth one January 12th, and every one of them has been jam-packed. They had 275 cars at the most recent one. Traffic was backed up. They had On to, the Waverly Street. Yeah, they had to call for, for help with the traffic, and they filled two 42-yard containers plus an additional 10-yard container, all with cardboard. So Jay told the selectmen, I think it's time to look into either leasing or purchasing a cardboard compactor for the town. And the significance of that, it would be that they would have regular right. drop-off hours yes. for cardboard. And you no know, more traffic jams like this, like these cardboard collection events have And caused. as long as people shop at Amazon, they're going to... Uh, <laughs> I don't think cardboard's going to go away, Roger. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of uh, recycling, there is a new plastic bag ban. That's, That's right. That's hard to say. Plastic, plastic bag, bag ban. Plastic bag ban in effect. So people may have already noticed when they shop at CVS that they have these reusable orange bags that they're selling. And... They're giving out paper bags instead of plastic bags, even though the plastic bag ban for large retailers doesn't take effect until January 17th. I think they just want to be ready, not shock customers. I, I don't know. I haven't shopped at Star Market recently to see if they've started. Have you? I have not. Okay. Well, just, just be ready. January 17th, the larger retailers will no longer have plastic bags. They, they're encouraging reusable bags or recyclable bags paper bags to be well, used. Well, really, the single-use plastic bags mm -hmm. are going to be a thing of the past. They are. In the very Any near plastic future. bag, I think, will be a thing of the, the past. I know the, 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 the Belmont bag ban activists are very much against any kind of plastic bag, not just the thin film. That's great. And want to see them gone completely. Um, and April 17th, every store in Belmont, even the little retailers, will, will not be allowed to have any kind of plastic bag. The new building at Belmont Day School called The Barn is now open for business. Joanna Juvelis recently took a tour of the new building with BDS head of school, Brendan Larguet. So good morning, welcome to Belmont Day School. We are uh, about to enter our new building, which we affectionately refer to as The Barn. We're thrilled that you are here to join us and um, the kids are out and about, so who knows if we'll see them inside. But welcome. The field house is particularly exciting. It's two full-length basketball courts. It's allowed us to add volleyball as a sport here uh, at Belmont Day School. Um, where we're standing now is what we will affectionately refer to as the gold court. You'll see all of the major paint and the outline of the courts in gold. That'll be important when you see the other basketball court, uh, which we can walk to now. <laughs> so if that's the gold court, this is the blue court. So now we're in the innovation lab, which is, uh, I hope, the cleanest it will ever look. Um, my hope for this space is that it is full of cardboard and sort of low-tech, low-impact um, equipment that the kids can iterate with, that they can come up with design challenges, create things that are born of need of someone else, um, and design and redesign and iterate. Uh, it, to me, is an exciting prospect of what the future holds in terms of what we're trying to teach. Morning, Mr. Smith. 
I'm just getting a quick tour of the building to our friends from the Belmont Citizen Herald. One of the things that we want this building to be about is a commitment to sustainability. There are photovoltaic arrays for solar power on the roof. That power actually feeds directly into this building. Um, but more than that, we were mindful, uh, and in particular our students were mindful, of the number of trees that had to come down in order to build. Uh, and uh, Mr. Smith, our woodshop teacher, very thoughtfully tagged a number of trees uh, while they were coming down that we subsequently have milled and these tables are built from the trees that were taken down so we're doing our best to repurpose as much of the environmental impact uh, that we had in construction to bring it back into the building our hope is that every one of these rooms is independently rentable space so if, if in the town of Belmont, for instance, someone wanted to teach an art class, they could rent the space because we can lock student work away and make the space accessible to others. Um, that is true of every space we've been in. So whether that's the tech lab, the wood shop, the basketball courts, which we're going to rent, um, or these art spaces, um, we feel that's really important as well. Polly Eames, a young seventh grader recently won the Young Writer USA Writers Competition in 2018. Belmont Media's Jane Peters had an opportunity to sit down with Belmont's budding young author. Tolly's parents have ordered copies of the books to be distributed through the Belmont Library. Uh, the contest was uh, on the theme of Stranger Things. Well, it was kind of just the name of it since it was around Halloween when the, con okay. when the contest came around. So they just wanted to give it a theme, basically write whatever you want, try and make a dramatic mini-saga. Mm -hmm. So I ended up doing that, and now here I am. Great. And so is this a, a genre that you're really interested in? Do you like the yeah. sort of... Yeah, science fiction, science fiction I've had an interest in, for, interest, in, interest in for a while. Sorry. Great. And so did they give you some uh, writing prompts that you could draw from, or was it completely um, out of your own imagination? How did they that gave work? us they gave us a few prompts, yeah, but I'm, I wasn't a big fan of what they gave us, so I decided to just start from scratch. Oh, great. Very creative. I'm sure that helped with them picking the winner, being so creative. Um, so uh, where, what made you come up with the idea for the story? Um, so I had actually created a character named Piper at a summer camp. Okay. I spent, like, a few days drawing him because I was, like, shading with my finger and made a mess but uh so I created the character I was really proud of it and then I'm like I should write a story and so I had my friend help me out with it and so Stranger Sagas came around and then um I decided to do to write the story mm -hmm. in Stranger Sagas to see if I can try and win the contest or at least get something out of it great and so you were able to use a character that you had already written are you a, a writer do you enjoy writing is that one of your hobbies yeah yeah do you like uh, English class, what's your favorite subject in school? Um, probably ELA or Chinese. Great, oh, Chinese. Yeah. That's it. We'll have to have you write us a story in Chinese someday, maybe. Um, so what does it mean to you to have won this contest? Are you excited? It, it means a I lot to me, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> new dream. Great. And you think you're going to write some more stories with this character? Yeah. Great, so we're looking forward to seeing what you come up with. Where did you learn to write so well? Do you have some teachers? You must have really good teachers over at Chenery. Um, I actually, it was partially the teachers, some mm -hmm. of it was self-taught from like, I used to write in journals when okay. I was a lot younger and I would write these little like mini comic books, like they were all about haunted houses and like adventures mm -hmm. when I was around four I think. Great. It was really fun. I would make like a ton and then I'd 
like show my parents at 10 o'clock at night the stories <laughs> I'd written. Great. Well, do you think you would be willing to share some of your story today? Or um, I don't know how long it is. Sure, but. I can. Piper stood in the aphotic alleyway, enveloped by the blackness. It was so dark that the only way he could see was by the street lamp just around the corner from the hardware store. His sharp metal claws were trembling. He had to do this if he wanted to get off this planet. Staying would mean no freedom and lab tests. To be or not to be. He needed to get the Varanium. It was used for, for spaceships, and he desperately needed one. He braced himself, took one of his giant metal claws, and shattered the wall of the store. Great. Wow, that's awesome. Thank so you. So it sounds like maybe there's many more adventures yeah, to, to be had. Be, yeah, Great. trilogy maybe. Oh, awesome. Well, we really look forward to seeing what you come up with. All and right. congratulations. Uh, what was the prize that you won? Can you say? No prize. No prize. Just, just, publicate, just publishing. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. You can say that you've been published then. Yeah. So it, can people see your story on the website? I think that the prompt that I, that I just uh, read out loud might be on a website. I'm not sure, but the story will definitely be in, like, bookstores or, maybe, or like, a local library or something along the lines of that. Awesome. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Do you recognize this sound? If you guessed it was more than 150 basketballs being dribbled by children attending the season-opening basketball clinic at Belmont High School, you'd be correct. For the past decade or so, the basketball season has opened in Belmont by this clinic. Varsity basketball coaches at Belmont High tell us about the clinic, reported by Chet Messer. It's just kind of a fun community event for the basketball community in Belmont. Um, I think it, it gets some, you know, for some kids who are nervous about starting their winter season, the younger ones, I think it kind of is a little bit of a warm up into it. Um, for kids who want to learn a little bit, who are able to, who are, you know, at the level that they can pay attention, we have amazing volunteers. We have such a great amount of experience teaching. Um, it's pretty amazing. Um, it kind of fits a lot of people and a lot of kids. You know, over 150 kids here, maybe over 170 kids, and grown in popularity. And I think that's a tribute to the volunteers and how what a great job they do um, coaching. I also think a big benefit is um, not only under, knowing, getting to know the adults who volunteer, but the getting to know the high school kids who are all helping. There's so many of them. That relationship of them looking up to those kids and hopefully coming to games and that the high school kids get a chance to give something back and most of them seem to have a lot of fun with the kids too. So. I just thought that it was good to show a lot of the kids that come support us during our games support um, during their clinics and a lot of them look up to us. I know when I was that age I looked up to the high school captains and seniors and all that stuff so um, I think it was really important to come down and show support and um, help the kids out in any way I can. We just feel like this sense of we do something that's bigger than ourselves. We ref, we coach, we volunteer at these clinics, and we have a lot of fun with it. It feels like you play basketball, you're on like another level of the Belmont community. As a community, there's nothing better than having adults come in and see, from our proud perspective, our players, not just as great basketball players, but as great kids. Uh, Adam Pritchard is the one who, I think, started the clinic, I don't know how many years ago, but I've been here for nine years. It's been, he was the one who organized it. There was a budget deficit in town, and we were notified, girls and boys basketball coaches, that we couldn't do away scrimmages because we couldn't pay for buses. If we did a 
clinic for a few weeks. Fortunately, after one week of registering, our numbers went from 40 to 150. And, uh, it has given us a new source of fundraising. We've been able to donate certain things to the school. We've been able to buy a $4,000 score table that were used not just by ourselves, but by the wrestling team and other team building. Uh, we, frankly, we're in a fortunate position and we've been able to, to add to things for the athletic program and that benefits everybody. Here's Belmont Media's Jane Peters to tell us about what there is to do in Belmont in the coming week. Hi everyone, I'm Jane and this is your community calendar for next week. It's never too early to introduce your baby to music. Music Together Belmont will be at the library on Tuesday at 11.15 for a special program connecting babies to music. Sign up is required on the library's website. Dance the night away at the Fred Astaire Dance Studio with a master class with co-national dance director and former Dancing with the Stars pro, Tony Dovolani, on Wednesday at 7.30. The class is suitable for all dance levels. You can register by calling the studio directly. The Belmont Garden Club will be hosting a program and monthly meeting in the library assembly room on Wednesday. The program, titled Splendor in the Grass, follows a brief meeting at 10.30. If you're interested in joining the Garden Club, visit their website for more information. Joseph Rosenblum, former Frontline investigative reporter, will be at the library on Thursday to discuss his book, Redemption, Martin Luther King Jr.'s Last 31 Hours. The book examines everything from the bomb threat against him that delayed his flight from Atlanta on the morning of April 3, 1968, to his murder the following night. This author talk takes place in the assembly room from 7 to 9 p.m. Belmont World Film presents the 2019 Family Film Festival next weekend with films screening at Studio Cinema in Belmont, the Regent Theatre in Arlington, and Brattle Theatre in Cambridge throughout the weekend. All screenings on Saturday will take place at the Studio Cinema. Visit belmontworldfilm.org for a complete list of showings and to purchase tickets. Belmont High School takes on Needham High on Sunday, January 20th in WGBH's Jeopardy-style academic tournament high school quiz show. You can join the audience for free at the taping of the episode at 1.15, RSVP using the link on screen. The Belmont Police Department is holding a Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service collection drive to support cradles to crayons. Items most needed are new or like new warm winter essentials for children up to age 12. Collections will be accepted between now and January 21st. Bins are located in the Police Department lobby and at BHS. And that's all for this week. If you'd like your event featured in Belmont Journal's community calendar, you can email your event info to jane at belmontmedia.org. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Belmont Journal. Thank you for watching. This is the Belmont Journal. I'm your host, Roger Colton. I will see you again next time.